Hey everyone, welcome here and glad to have you along. Did you know that I am now on Locals? Locals is an app where you can build community. Think of it like a modern day Facebook group. There you can get free content. I host morning coffees, some afternoon happy hours. You get tons of bonus content, discounts to programs and functions, and it's the best place to connect with me and the subscription box community as we continue to grow. All the videos are free to watch and all you have to do is sign up on Locals. And the best place to do that is to download the Locals app and search for The Subscription Box Show or Eric Music, or you can go to the actual website, thesubscriptionboxshow.locals.com, and there you'll be able to sign up for free. Hope to see you there, and remember to check out our new YouTube channel, The Subscription Box Show. Cheers, and enjoy the show. Hey, what is up, everyone? Uh, hope you can hear me okay here, just in the coffee shop setting here. So it could be a little distracting, and I don't want to be yelling either. But it's been a while here, first of all. Hey, everyone. And, um, so I've been asking questions lately, just like what do you, what's on your mind and what kind of questions do you guys have. And um, I've had a few questions. One was regarding Canadian shipping, which I'll address. And then the other one is to do with how to get into local and national magazines, blogs, articles, that sort of stuff. For example, you probably go into subscription sites where it says something like um, featured in Forbes, featured in BuzzFeed, featured in wherever, my subscription addiction, featured in research, um, featured in Fox, and CNBC, CBC, CTV Global. Sorry, one second here. So the answer is actually quite simple. Number one, it's going to be a ton of work. You need to you know, put on your your work hat and your work boots and get your lunch pail and go to work. I'd say always start local. So kind of be that, that expert in your local area. So I'm in Manitoba. We reached out to the local, the closest biggest city, which which was Steinbach, uh, which is where I'm at right now, actually. And I just reached out to, I went on LinkedIn. There wasn't too much there when it came to Steinbach stuff. It was such a small town. So then I went into just like the websites. Um, I Googled uh, local news reporters and local radio stations in Steinbach. And I reached out to all of them. I think there was maybe like six of them. I'd say... Uh, one got back to me for sure. Two of them got back. One wanted a ton of money. One wanted to do it for free. Uh, which one the one wanted a ton of money was a radio ad. And I said, no, not the message of the box. And then the other one was a local newspaper. And they decided to put an article on the other website as well, which gets some traffic and they get a ton of music. The thing is, these people are always looking for stories. They're always looking for something new. It's a ton of work for them to go out and look for new stuff all the time. So when you can come up to them with like a, a local subscription box, idea and what your niche is you're going to pique your interest for sure so i'd say first and foremost maybe just reach out to your local stuff tell them who you are briefly tips to doing that very simply don't make it long okay don't sell your story on the first reach out just tell them we're this new hit company that's doing a ton of good stuff and we'd like to share your story that's about it and I reach out to them through email. It's usually the preferred way to do it. If you're on LinkedIn, try that as well. But give them just the bare necessities and share links that they, if they want to see more that you can they can do that. So for example, show your website. Um, if you want more on us, you can check out my website, or bodice page here, put a link. You can check out our Instagram, put a link. And that's about it. And then you know, put a phone number and an email, they can reach you. They're gonna get back to you. If they don't reach out to them again, wait a week. Um, sometimes you know that that week there might have been a heavy news week for them. 
So start local. Now, once you're there, I always say, ask them if you know other people. Sometimes they've come from another job or they know other people that work elsewhere in that space. So they might know the next biggest city for us would be Winnipeg. So we try to then get into radio stations there, uh, local newspapers there. The newspapers never bit, to be quite honest with us. To be quite honest with you, radio stations did. So we did a lot on airs, thing with like the biggest radio station in the province. And it was cool. I had people reach out to me, hey, I heard you on CTOB. Or, so those things go far. What's cool too is that you ask them, you know, make sure that you ask them that uh, this is going to be on their website, yes. And then you can make sure you're getting the proper links so that you get the you know SEO part of it with the backlink stuff. It's going to make your, your site instantly credible. Now, those are two examples that are local that instantly you can put, you know, featured in Carry On News, featured in on air, CJB, on this show with so-and-so. Um, and when you're starting to share that or on your website, post about it. Post it on Instagram and tag them. Tag the person who did the interview. Tag the radio station. They're going to want to repost that as well. So you're going to get more traction and more automatic stuff with it. Um, so that is a pretty basically simple way to do it. Start local. And then again, every time you go to that next level, um, at some point, your door might stop. But every time a door opens, you say, hey, you know what? You know anybody else that works in radio across the country, that in a different city, in different province, we actually ship across Canada and the United States. We're trying to get this message out everywhere. We definitely want to start local first. This is why I reached out to you. But, you know, next up, we'd like to talk to somebody in Calgary or in Minnesota or uh, in Saskatchewan, Ontario, Montreal. So you get the idea, and they might or might not know someone. If they do, perfect, ask for a warm intro. And if they don't, it ends there. And then you go back to work and you can't keep finding. Now, when you reach out to the bigger ones across the, the country or the continent, you can let them know that you've been featured in these different things. And they can, you can put a snippet, add a, a link to that. You know, hey, this is who we are. We've been featured here. Up, up. This is a snippet from my, my radio interview. This is a snippet from our article that you're That kind of stuff. So those things help. Instantly, if you want to check it out, you can. For more on us, here's our website. Here's our Instagram all that kind of stuff if your website is not ready yet i'd say work on your website first first impressions are a big thing they're a real thing so they are going to be looking at your website and saying what is this <laughs> hopefully they're impressed but you keep going down the line now that answers the question of where you know, national tv national radio newspapers again the huge newspapers surprisingly never got back to us which is strange I reach out quite a few times and I've never even got a sniff from the big newspapers. So maybe, who knows? But radio and TV, no questions. There's always like people having these you know, midday shows that are looking for content. And if anything else, we never really got a ton of traction on when it comes to sales. But it's something you can put, it's content to post. It's something you can put on your website for credibility. And if anything, the SEO is what's going to pay dividends by doing that over and over and over again. Getting your website is going to be, it's going to crawl up the Google pages as you keep reaching out to these companies because their sites are credible and they are going to score nicely for your Google bots. Okay. And it's something you don't have to do other than reach out. So it's just, it's just good old work ethic. Now, okay. The next thing I'd say, um, when you try to go for like a more international source, like Forbes, for example, that's always the one that we like to have. So if you see a website, you know, featuring Forbes. That is huge. Like people instantly take you seriously because that is the, the big one. Right? Is there anything bigger? Um, Future game, whatever your niche is. Now, how did we do that? Well, that's a million dollar question. Again, it's going to be work. You need to find, and this was actually my wife, Christine, who did this one, but you're going to have to find bloggers and start reading blogs. You have to find people 
So the, the first thing you can do for before even all that, if you want like a real place to start, an actual thing you can do right today, just go on LinkedIn, type in Forbes and click on people. Uh, maybe sell the people that work here. Now you might have CEOs and stuff that don't really matter and they won't care about your business. Even if you have 50,000 members, they might not care about your business. So um, that's one place you can kind of look for, you know, Forbes, bloggers, Forbes, bloggers, and look under the people tabs. Those, you might get a sniff there. We've actually never done it that way. Um, what we've done is just looked at the stuff that we're already reading. We're always looking at articles in a niche, subscribe to different stuff, go to different websites, top blogs in what's your niche, mom and baby industry, top maternity blogs, top newborn baby blogs. That's the kind of stuff you were looking at. And we came across some writers, right? You start reading the articles and actually read them and then find out who wrote them. Usually they're independent writers that do stuff for Forbes. They do stuff for maternity magazine. They do stuff for this different thing. So they're freelance writers that get gigs with the big companies. And that's really So read their articles, comment, maybe read a couple of different articles they've written. Just reach out to them on maybe social media first. Just say, hey, really enjoying your stuff. Maybe leave it at that. Keep reading their stuff for the next week or two. Kind of like creepily follow them and really like their stuff and actually read it and critique it or comment on it and they enjoy that as well because they put a lot of time in that and they're no different than us they like the likes the comments and stuff so that's what we can to do now at some point you're going to want to reach out to them and say hey listen i've been reading your stuff for the last few weeks the last month whatever it is the longer the better and um i just think it'd be a good fit for like your writing style with what we do as a company and then that's how we got this girl that you know happens to be writing these articles she was like I, think, I don't even think it was Forbes. I think we don't read Forbes, to be honest. I think it was some other maternity magazine. And it turns out she also, she's like, this is perfect. I'm doing a thing for Forbes on the best subscription boxes for moms. Are you kidding? So as luck would have it, you know, when opportunity meets preparedness, it's called luck. She wrote a thing on us. We sent her a box and uh, we were featured in Forbes. So just so it could be that simple. You just got to find the time to kind of read these different things. Now, instead of scrolling down your phone and wasting your days you know, checking on your Facebook stuff, go find some blogs that you enjoy. And if you don't enjoy blogs, well, pretend to for the next month, just so you can kind of get this strategy in place. And you'll see a, a huge difference in the way they respond to you because you're not just some, like, I get this all the time. I was just before hopping on here, going through my emails. You know how many people reach out to us all the time? And I'm sure you're the same as a business owner. It's pretty obvious when they have no clue who you are and they just mass mass email you never mass email everyone make it personal to every single person that you reach out to so that's the big point so that covers how to get into like these forbes and stuff um every time there's like i always post these two like when subta or one msa or like, which is my subscription edition any one of these big companies do some kind of subscription insider Anytime they do some kind of like awards, you want to make sure you're nominating. And I'll always post them. And it's it's shocking how so many so few people actually take the time to, to take these because they're looking for the best boxes. You nominate your box. You never know. Even if you get nominated, you don't have to win. We've never won. We've never won. We've been nominated three or four times. We've been nominated in the second. But you can still put that right. Yeah. Sub to keyboards. 2020, 2021, and 2022 best kids box nominee. Forbes, featured as top mama and baby subscription box. And the other one right in the middle, a year of boxes, best mom and baby box, 22 award nominee. Now, we didn't win, but what do people see? Do you think people actually care that we won or not? I don't think so. I think the fact we're nominated, they're like, okay, this box is, is legit. This box is obviously doing something good. 
So nominate, throw your box, put together a really nice box and, and put it to these associations. And for the record, I have no connection with any one of them other than Subka. So these are things you can all work on if you're thinking, well, Eric can because he knows the people at Subka. Maybe that one helps. I'm not sure. But I like to think because we've nominated other things and featured in other things that our box is actually good. Because even if your stuff sucks and you do reach out to that Forbes blogger, if your stuff sucks, you're not going to feature it. So make sure your stuff is good, your website's solid, and keep working on it. If you want more info on that, you can always reach out to me. I'm always willing to help when it comes to the website optimization. And if you're a supporter, okay, if you're a supporter, CRO is kind of like my specialty. I will help you out with that. So um, reach out if you're a supporter. We'll get a free consultation with me. So I think that covers how to get into that stuff. I hope so. And that was for... Aaron Wright, I believe, who's asking me that one specifically. So I hope that helps, Aaron. It's just a lot of work and time. And then you're, you know, don't say you don't have time. Everyone has time. No, how, if someone says they don't have time, look at your phone and how much time you spend on it or Netflix. Um, if you're still watching Netflix and if you're still scrolling on your phone and your social media, you've got time. For me, it's YouTube now. I'm always going to podcast addict. Um, my wife will attest to that. But I'm also a YouTube addict in the sense that now that I'm working at home, I like to kind of watch the podcasts that I need to. So I have a hard time just connecting with those. So to myself, I would say, oh, if I got no time for something, I'm always busy. I do watch Netflix in the evening or Prime, depending on the show I'm watching. And I do watch YouTube videos. I do watch hockey games, which means I've got time to do more for my own business. So I'm giving myself some, some crap here. The other question was Canada Post. So Aaron, if you have any follow-up questions on that, make sure, or anyone, just make sure to reach out. Shipping. But honestly, I have no clue. I'll be quite honest with you. I have no clue what to do about shipping. Uh, we just got a quote. So our, you know, I'm going to do a, li a live calculation here. When we start ordering from China, our order our shipping costs for so this is not to do with Canada Post, but my points. So our costs were around six hundred dollars USD, which is around second eight hundred and seventeen dollars. That was about what it would cost to ship some stuff from China to my door. Then I went up to around eight hundred. You know that was creeping to that is one thousands, and then then it went to twelve hundred. I remember. And now, we just got quoted $2,300 Canadian. $2,300 Canadian. That's to get my goods here. That's not even before it's going out. That, that number alone is officially now the first time in my subscription box history that the shipping per item is more than the cost to make that item. Let that sink in. We like to be around you know, $3 or under per item. Landed. This time around, our quotes on all the items we had, the it averaged, you know, some were 87 cents, some were $4. It averaged out $2.90. That was my average cost per item. I don't have a massive, massive subscription box yet, so um, we don't get the, the $2 stuff like a lot of people, but um, we're getting there. But that's pretty reasonable, and we have to have it under $3 line because that makes the dollar items in there with the price point we have and the Canadian shipping we have. And it needs to be there. The shipping cost per item times this by hundreds, right? Three dollars and thirty cents. So it's skyrocketed past. So my it cost me two dollars and ninety cents per item. It cost me two dollars and thirty cents. It was over six dollars to get per item to get it delivered. That is undoable. So I just basically told them, forget about it. That is unsustainable. It's not doable. And I'm bluffing. 
hoping that they'll like yeah, find some other solution. Which now they've come down to thirteen hundred dollars. I think was the last for, for, for the ship USD, which is uh, thirteen hundred dollars USD, seventeen seventy-two. Seventeen, still too much. So, anyways, I think my point is there's a lot of issues with shipping Canada Post. We don't even use them anymore. We try to stay away. My issue: if you're using Canada Post, don't use it for fulfillment center. That's my only solution. Now you'll see how many boxes you need to do that. If you have a hundred boxes, use a ship fulfillment center. If you have fifty boxes, use a fulfillment center. Why? Because they'll use the best shipping company for that address. So what they do is you put together all your boxes, you bring them over there, they integrate with your Shopify or whatever system you have. And this is what's cool. You take your box, you put it on the on the scale. And I did a video on this. You guys can go back and listen to this or watch the video. It scans the box, it scans the weight and then uh, the size of the box and it's gonna say and then the address and say this what is the best address or what is the best ship is it UPS? FedEx, Purelater, Canada Post, is it Canpar? What's the best one? I think those are the ones that they use. And like something like 70% I think is UPS, or 60% is UPS. There's a um, 20 some percent, 15% Canpar. But I think it's only 10% is Canada Post, and that's usually for the really rural ones, which really hurt us. And those are because we do free shipping. So why would you use that company? choose to use it. Now you'll say, well, I got a commercial account with Canada Post, and I'll say, I did too, and it was still way less to go with the shipping company. And what's the cost difference? So let's say, when we first started, um, our boxes were with Canada Post, around $13 to ship out. It's a little 8.75 times 5.75 times 3.5. It's a small box, and they're always under 2 pounds, usually around 1 pound. And that was still $13, which I thought was the same. And now, it's over $20. Uh, $22, $25 I see often with Canada Post. So using a fulfillment center, they'll take your boxes. They're going to charge about a, dollar, a buck per box, essentially. Maybe a bit more. Yeah, it's not much. So, And then you just pay them directly. Their system figures out which is the best, the cheapest solution per box per address. And um, it uses that way. So if you want more on that, I can uh, refer you to our fulfillment center, which is called Kitpack. We use them and we're quite happy with them. Always working with kinks, of course, but um, the only other thing you could do is run your own warehouse and um, you know find a contract other than Canada Post. Maybe just talk strictly. I mean, if seventy percent, it's pretty standard. You know, UPS. Maybe just make it. You know, find out what kind of contract you can get with UPS. Maybe that's a better solution than Canada Post. So I hope that helps. But yeah, there's not a good solution. Shipping is expensive everywhere. China, USA. Uh, it's expensive. It sucks. It's killing your business. It's killing subscription boxes. I think I see a lot of subscription boxes going under. I don't think it's because of the recession or whatever. I think it's because of shipping and um, cost. It's going up. People just aren't willing to pay for that the price point. Like our lowest price point is fifty bucks. A box forty nine ninety nine. Imagine if all my products were twenty. Like the quotes I'm getting, my products are like twenty bucks. Plus my shipping, which is around twenty bucks on average, that's forty. That leaves me ten nine ninety nine to pay the rest of the stuff. It's not doable. It's already slipped together, right? Um, you're hoping for add-ons and stuff, so we're gonna have to get creative. For now, we're gonna we can't really increase your prices till we decide till after Christmas. But we're gonna have to find some creative ways to get add-ons, sales, and that sort of stuff. So I hope that kind of helps. There's uh, nine minutes left here, so. I don't think there's any questions. There's not only anybody in live in here except for Christine. Christine, you know.
my life pristine. I'm going to give myself a thumbs up. I'm not sure if that does anything. I don't care. If you have any comments or questions, you can just post them. I always check them, of course. And I kind of hope to get back regularly on here again. Um, I know I've been a bit of a MIA, so I apologize for that. It's just been me, Bakshi. I'm not sure if I'm going to let the secret out yet. No, I won't. But we've been working on another side project. It's been taking a lot of time, so you probably see my, my bags and my aging face. But it's, uh, it's been busy. Not to mention, it's hockey season since, you know, basically beginning of August for us. So we're crazy busy with hockey stuff. And I coach two teams. We've got four boys in it. I'm on a hockey board. Yeah. And I play myself. So it makes for, and I'm a huge fan, so it's, i got to watch all the Jets games too. So, anyways, uh, seeing as there's no questions, let's do it at that for now. And I will um, check the comments. And thanks for watching. And please comment and post. And I apologize that I'm a little monotone on this one. That's because I'm in a cafe. I don't really want to yell and do a radio voice. Kind of cheesy. All right. This will be turned into an episode as well because I think there's a lot of good stuff here. So uh, next Tuesday's episode will be this. Recording this you know, Friday, October 21st. And this will be the Tuesday, October, whatever that is episode as well for those on podcasts so check it out listen again oh and please make sure to check out the youtube pages um, that we have we put together we edit um, we cost a lot of money to put that together um, the editor yeah just really appreciate everyone that listens or watches to at least or listens for sure to at least go you know because there's lots of it. we have thousands of listeners there's only like 63 subscribers i think on youtube so some of the videos go quote unquote viral for me because i'm getting 200 but yeah, we need to get that up or just have to let it go. I don't know what to do with that one. So please just go um, check it out, subscribe, hit, hit the like button on one video. That's going to help a ton to get that in front of more people who do like subscription boxes. So anyways, if that helps, and we'll, um, we'll reconvene on Monday or Tuesday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Cheers.